0: So I'm gonna give Avatar the way of the the way of. I'm gonna take that back. Wait, sorry. I'm gonna let's cut that last word. It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. Talk about TV too, right?
1: I, I think so. Yeah. 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 hello everyone welcome back from your holiday it is movie toast news and reviews episode 150 how you doing adam
0: oh i am fantastic dennis my heater is working again oh, i'm not in the cold go.
1: not a not a popsicle and, out there
0: and it's almost the year 2023 dennis so it's it's almost hmm. almost new year's eve whoo
1: i'm excited yeah, me too, man. That's, that's I mean, not just it's, uh... hollow excitement. I promise, folks. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all right let's build back let's build back the secret here it's not really a secret but okay normally yeah. we record every two weeks but uh we didn't have time because of the holidays and travel we're recording sooner rather than we normally did and christmas yes. hasn't happened yet but what did just happen was movies just the festival part two
1: dude uh, yes oh my gosh you know what and if if you don't mind we uh sharing with you folks it, it was it was pretty fun it uh had a similar situation last year where we did it all digitally as we've been telling you about over on YouTube. In fact, um, well, no, it might. I don't think it's going to be there anymore by the time this post. I really wish it was. Um, but had a lot of fun. Filmmakers turned out for it. Uh, got a lot of yeah. uh, big props from those participants, uh, sharing some solid work too. That was it. Mm-hmm. It flew by. It was one of those where I, I was all getting anxious the, that morning when I woke up and, by the time it, oh, yeah. it got rolling, it was just like, oh, all right, it's going. You know, it, and uh, yeah, seeing that, that feedback come back from everyone who received their awards and excited to announce the uh, the 2022 Golden Toaster Award winner Cookie Crash, oh, a ba-dum. wonderful oh, yeah. uh, short animated short film about what happens if Santa doesn't feed his cookie fix. The North Pole is <sighs> not a safe place. <laughs> I feel uh, uncomfortable for those elves. Oh man. But it is, it, it is hilarious. It's kind of wacky and over the top, but, uh, totally our sense of humor. And I think that's, that's mm-hmm. truly why it, it, uh, it took home the the prize. The, the sound was great. The visuals were fantastic. The story was very clear. It was nice and tidy and I couldn't wait for the next, Crispy whatever animation. the next little. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it was great. I had such a good time watching that thing.
0: Not to say that the other films weren't great. Oh no. But i mean one has to stand amongst them all as the exactly
1: yes this is that one had to choose one it was not a there there was some back and forth but it was definitely like this was was a simple choice yeah like this is the one that was just like okay this is this is up at the top of the list um yeah no this it was a good time yeah that was was fun uh thank you for all that all that again all that positive feedback or just hoping to share all of that fantastic work that you folks put out uh all of the hard work you put into your short films um yeah so, sounded like we were the last stop in a couple of these shorts for the for their year of uh and festival touring it's all right so it was Ride nice the to... wave of
0: festivals and come to us let us exactly. be a palate cleanser
1: there you go yeah. and it's and it's a fun one that's that's the thing we kept seeing is like it this one was fun to check out fun to be a part of uh not a lot of pressure i mean that goes hand time. in
0: hand with uh with our edits. We had a great editor who does all our videos, and he yeah. killed it once Absolutely. again. A- yep. And it goes with uh, even just uh, the the commentary in the chat. Even even if it's just one or two people having some fun there in the chat helps uh, make solidify us a bit. Exactly. I don't know. So uh, needless to say, hopefully part three will be taking submission soon. I don't know. And hopefully around the same time. I don't know. I'm, I can't I, wait to start seeing more shorts, man.
1: Same here. I I cannot wait to jump back into that again. That I I know parts of it started to get daunting, but the the payoff, the finished the finished work, I think it really is worth all of the the trouble. And, it's, and feels good payoff. to put that stuff out we,
0: there. We lose money doing this. We make no money on the podcast, but we lose money. We go in the negative to do this. That's how fun it is.
1: That's yeah. That's all we're here for is just sharing sharing your guys' creative passion and. Knowing that there needs to be this place you can you can show your work, we've been in that place before, and it's it's sure. I don't know. It feels like giving back. I guess it's it it's a fun. It time. is <laughs> in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. it went from a selfish reason to have our first couple of festivals into like just a, a non selfish way of having a festival. Yeah, so, yeah. It doesn't really matter because you're not going to be able to see it because it was it was only up, up for a weekend. But uh, definitely, definitely, if you're filmmakers please submit next year. You'll hear more about in future episodes. Of course. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow. Fun times. Isn't it? So uh, you're uh, at this point, if, if we're jumping in time, you're midways into a vacation, I believe, right? You're going to be going to be freezing. You're going to be entering a new, uh, new zone of uh, temperatures that you're not used to much.
1: <laughs> yes, anymore. this is true. Um, uh, out, out in Georgia for the, for the holiday spending it with the wife's family, um, it is definitely not temps I'm used to. <laughs> Although California's been dipping down some. But uh, I, I say that, but then my dad texted me yesterday and said, hey, I was headed to the grocery store this morning. It was twenty-six. Like, oh god. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'm glad I left that. Um That's... but gonna head back into it in the next few days.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Woohoo! I'm excited for you. <laughs> oh that should be fun. I mean, Thank I wish you. you were heading up further up east, but I mean, whatever. Beggars Me can't too. be choosers. There you you enjoy where you choose to go. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. It's all good. Maybe I'll have a house sometime. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know what we don't have this week? <laughs> what a bad segue. I don't have a house of my own, and we don't have any polls this week, Dennis.
1: Oh. Can, do, do you think so we should like at least said, listen to the music, or is that not even worth it?
0: No. No. It's only it's only earned by – okay. Having Poles and for me waking up. That's my alarm music. So, I mean, I, I won't go without it this week.
1: Love it. Although
0: I'm on hiatus, so maybe I will go without it. Oh, boy. Poles. Poles. <laughs> and it's not even music. Like, I just sit there some some mornings and I just listen. I'm like, what? How, how many times have we said Poles? And the fact that that's the theme song, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. But I love it. It's oh, fantastic. It. You just put a beat behind anything and it can be fun.
1: This is true. This is true. Except trivia. trivia. Oh, no. trivia? I, 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 I do miss hearing that one. <laughs> no. That one was fun. It was. Uh, it was.
0: Which our fantastic editor, Al, had put together yes. uh, on a Thanks, lot for us, And it was like, thank you, dude. Sorry that the trivia doesn't live on. In my heart, it lives on maybe someday come back in a big bad way someday
1: yeah i think i think we should just do a one-off episode sometime that's just uh some fun and games for you for you toasties
0: yeah I think so. And speaking of fun and games, we know that it's almost the new year, and we don't want to waste your time on this episode being like two hours, like all our others. We're we're giving <laughs> you a micro dose. We're giving you a fucking tiny bite of the slice. We're we're giving you only five reviews tonight, but I think it's going to be a fantastic conversation. Yeah. And it's by that tonight, little. I mean, today, this morning, whenever you're listening. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know. It's that little appetizer basket of the uh, the the rye breadsticks at the cheesecake factory. You know, mm. don't fill up on it. It's yeah. just enough to wet your appetite. <laughs> yeah wet that appetite uh <laughs> <laughs> low-hanging fruit yeah just dangling right there
0: it is it's simple you gotta <laughs> you gotta dangle that fruit you gotta pluck it but what is it is it a mango is it a uh a tropical fruit tropical is it, a, a, uh, is it a, a is it a uh maybe like a kiwi is it a uh a pineapple? Uh, pineapple yeah, yeah. fruit, right? I don't fucking know. Fruit.
1: Yeah, it's a fruit.
0: Uh, <laughs> is it guava? Fruit. Guava. That's the well, word, that's I fun, that's guava. word I was going kind for. Of, guava. It was sitting on my brain, but it wasn't coming on my lips. Dragon right? fruit. Guava. We are Ooh, that's that's <laughs> always fun. Like I picture like a crazy dragon just shitting out fruit. That's that's
1: <laughs> Well, since dragons eat treasure, I that's surprised that's a surprising result.
0: I mean, some people say fruit is treasure. I don't, but some people could. <laughs> okay,
1: folks. Adam was trying to steer us back to what some reviews. You? I get. Uh, I, I. I will try. I will now try to join in him uh, in this in this endeavor. Well, uh, I think you're going to start us off here today, Adam. What uh, what you got for us?
0: I got the Amazon original movie, "The People We Hate at the Wedding."
1: Did my daughter Eloise come? She left a note for you. We can just read it ourselves. do <clears throat> oh, it? Dear Mum, Alice and Paul, all I've ever wanted was to feel like a part of this family. I thought maybe my wedding would be a chance to reconnect. <gasps> no waiting! I see now that maybe
0: we were never really connected. Wow, that's a real shame, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, sis. Oh, my
1: God. Have you seen this invitation? Are you going to the wedding? Eloise is our half-sister, which means we can half-ass the relationship. My rich sister chose to stay in London and shove fish and chips up her butt. That's not how you eat them. This is nice. My company upgraded me. Very cool, country mouse. I figured that everyone in business class was gonna be hot and mean like you. They got Paddington on this flight? Stink.
0: My sister's the worst. Thank you for coming to England for my nuptials. She's like net a and I'm like Nordstrom Rack. Alice, the wine is spilling. You bet it is, Mom.
1: She sounds like a monster.
0: So lovely having you all here. Only 72 hours until the Big Eye 2. <gasps> oh, my God, Alice. I'm fine. I think I just had some bad chicken. Have me chicken. It's wonderful being here with my children and all their friends.
1: You know, he's not my friend. You
0: know, I support you. Excuse me, sir? Yes. He's my son.
1: What's happening? And they do
0: sex things. It's a-okay with me, and I'm proud. I'm getting married, and it's not gonna be okay! From this moment forward, you will behave like a normal family <laughs> who is here to happily celebrate a loved one's wedding. Is that understood? She's even prettier when she's angry. Absolutely radiant. Do you think this is funny? I do. You know how at every wedding there are those people everyone talk about after?
1: Cousin Randy. Ew. we are those people this time? Oh, savage, mom. me
0: in. Let's begin. This is uh Kristen Bell and Ben Platt. They play siblings who are invited to their half sister's wedding in England. Uh, and they're not too thrilled about this one, Dennis, because they haven't seen their half-sister since their father died. And there was a lot of tension, Ooh. not only because of what happened back then, but there's some personal stuff that they're holding resentment amongst one another. And the half-sister doesn't even know this shit exists. And uh, their mother mm-hmm. is played by Allison Janney. Oh, nice. who, uh, Like I said, she's a widow at this point, and uh, she's looking to get back on the market. And guess who's there? Her ex-lover, who's uh, her first daughter, Eloise, the one that they're going to the wedding uh, he's available and, uh, uh, you know, uh, most most uh, exes might not get along, but these two might be uh, getting it on. Maybe. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, okay. wow. uh, pretty much from the get go. Eloise, like, can we just have a regular weekend? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Totally. And shit hits the fan. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so it's like. These uh, three show up in England, and they turn the uh, wedding week into a disaster. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, it's shot b- beautifully. And, like, the locale, like, just seeing England in a fun way. Like, I feel like normally if you see England, it's, like, a period piece movie. Because I don't watch a lot of English movies, apparently. And uh, and it just looks sleek and sexy. Um, let's see. Hmm. The comedy is, like, top-notch. Like, I, I believe it's written by... Uh, a pair of siblings who work on Bob's Burgers. I think they might even be writing uh, Deadpool 3, so it's oh, like damn. some good pedigree of uh, of of comedy. And it just feels like an old-fashioned comedy. Like, you know it's predictable, you know where the story's going, but you're still along for the ride and not hating it. And uh, they try to do, like, in the trailer, it seemed like it was going to be like a lot of gross out and like crude humor, but it wasn't. There's a little bit of that, but not too much. Okay. And I really like the soundtrack. It's composed by this band that I really like called Wet Leg. And like, it's just fun because they get oh. like this upbeat music and it oh, just nice. fits the cuts and the edits for this. Um, It's uh, like I said, it's over on Amazon Prime. It has a stellar cast. It's the comedies row, like Yorma Tacone from Lonely Island plays uh fucking Kristen Bell's uh, boss who she's also having an affair with and he keeps saying he's gonna leave his wife and of course that doesn't happen and when she's on vacation she finds a new guy so who knows what happens there I don't know <laughs> predictability I think so but still fun times um so the people we hate at the wedding exclusively on Amazon Prime I'm gonna give it three slices of toast because we need more films like this, nice. especially because lack, like the comedies these days in the theater are lackluster. And I want more because that, that that's where I used to live. I I love comedy, yeah, but lately it's been stagnant. Ugh. Interesting. Some more of this
1: shit, please. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Maybe because it's, uh, yeah. with, with the cost of getting things in, you know, the butts in the seats at the theater, they don't want to invest in a straight comedy anymore. You know, like, the last That's few true. times That's I true. can recall watching something that is just like all of all of our humor lives in the dialogue. It's not just like uber slapstick kind of stuff, like the the uh, the wedding dates of the world. I don't know why that jumped into my head as the last time where it was just the like wedding date.
0: That sounds familiar. What which one's uh, that? Is isn't
1: that uh, Keanu Reeves John and, uh, Cena?
0: and uh, Oh yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah, yeah. With the fucking Stranger Things. Yes,
1: yes, yes, wow. yes. Where it's like. Aww
0: fantastic yeah
1: and that was like it's been a while since i feel like i have saw something that just lived in that zone and didn't need to have mm-hmm. yeah not not a uh, vacation friends or whatever the fuck that was like the things yeah, that keep coming no, out that yeah. always feel like that i I, i'm with you yeah
0: everything now seems like they want to gross you out and they want to go over the top because the hangover did it like 15 years ago perfectly everyone's trying to replicate that and it's like no we
1: don't need that Let's hangover can even maintain stuff. it like do you not remember the second uh-huh. and third one like come on now <laughs> quit trying to re- quit trying to yeah. make lightning strike twice and then it's these uh what did we just watch yeah like to go along with what you were saying uh i had the binge too last time and it's like yeah you might have uh-huh. polished yep. that turd a little a little shinier. But it's still this sure. you're still aiming for the same group. And it like there's a time and place for that, but I'm I agree. There yeah. should be more things like what you just saw. That I'm I'm like adding the, that to the uh, queue, by the way. You
0: should. It's it's delightful. Uh but it's like nowadays if you want a comedy movie, it's normally more of a of like a uh, dramatic, it's more of a like sure. a dramatic comedy,
1: dramedy sort of thing, and, or
0: a rom com. Which rom coms are fun, but we don't even get much of those anymore. It's it's sad. Are they they yeah. normally like the drama steals the scene, the 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 show right. out of the drama comedy. Yeah, oh, but what? Whatever. I'm jaded. Whatever. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs>
1: agreed though Agreed. i'm
0: just an old man apparently i'm learning tennis. <laughs> it's
1: it's it's funny how it starts to creep in there you start to see it on yourself and you're like oh shit it's happening oh god damn it
0: oh i'm i'm reminded daily by my pas <laughs> uh they they because i know i don't get i don't get memes and references and uh i am daily daily so i'm happy to be on a hiatus right now not being mocked by children there you go. <laughs> we're, we're lovely kids but uh they just call me the old man, and, and it's sad because oh my God. boss above me is even older than me, younger than me, and it's like, at least my boss my boss is like four years older than me, so I'm like, I got like one guy between me and my boss, and it's like, they, have, they don't have the balls to call my boss an old man, but me, it's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fun, fun times, it's just... I'm learning. I'm 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 old at the age ripe old age of 34, Dennis. There you go. <laughs> no resentment here. Sorry.
1: Oh my god. Oh, thank geez. you for being
0: my psychiatrist, listeners.
1: Hey, that's what that's what the show's for. <sighs>
0: yeah. yeah, Dennis, you got something that's not funny. You got something deadly. No, yes, something realistic. Something that's a hard hitting, fucking drama of a fucking fucking. I, mentally, I don't know. I got no yeah, I, right where,
1: where I was going to go with it is here's something that uh, on that last note, you just left us with uh, only yeah. some of you are going to remember this. Cause I remember when these events were cracking off, like in real time when it first, mm-hmm. when it first broke out, I know you do too, Adam. Um, and then, oh, yeah. but a few of our listeners here may not have been alive yet. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm talking about the Netflix documentary, the anthrax attacks in the shadow of nine 11. An invisible enemy killing Americans one breath at a time. I saw this letter. Investigators have been searching for the culprit in the anthrax by mail attacks. As far as high profile cases, I can't think of anything as big as this. Inside was what appeared to be sand. It said death to America, death to Israel, Allah is great. The big fear was this is the second
0: wave of a terrorist attack.
1: Do you know how much mail, how many packages I've opened? These terrorists must be pursued, they must be defeated. We started comparing it to our databases and it matched up with this strain called the AIM strain. The person that we were pursuing was one of us. We really did have to rely on the people that were the experts. It makes itself seem harmless, slips past the defenses. How do we know that they were being helpful? Each one of them became a suspect. It created a lot of fear and paranoia.
0: I am not the anthrax killer. Quickly, you want to figure out how to rule people out and how to rule people in.
1: They were happy to
0: have a patsy. Nothing justified the treatment that he received. His
1: reputation had been sullied. You're saying it was me, that I'm some kind of terrorist? The global whodunit has now shrunk
0: to one flask in one lab,
1: created and maintained by one guy. So this is a uh, this was a, a quick ninety minute doc that uh, I it, the subject matter piqued my interest because like I said I remember these events uh, going off it was that that was a horrible year and what better way to cap it off than now we have a new new terrifying form of terrorism that we haven't seen before I mean there's things have been sent through the mail but not like this type of biological warfare and this became the first. Uh, terrorist attack of this kind in American history. Um, immediately, the conclusions are, we, that are jumped to are the obvious ones of, well, we're already uh, at odds with Al-Qaeda, so why shouldn't it be them as well? Especially when the letters that they're being sent with are suggesting that's exactly where it's coming from. But there is little to no evidence as to where it came from, other than the FBI finds out very quickly the the samples that were taken from the uh, uh Attack letters through these weaponized letters um, are they were able to find out they're an American engineered strain of anthrax because only so many laboratories in the world are either A, capable of uh, generating such a pure form of this strain of anthrax, and B, it's like the signature of this one particular laboratory. This is like how they do it. So it was like, oh, well, fuck, this is an American is involved in this. Uh, that wasn't necessarily. Released to the public right away, but over the years, it started. Uh, these things started coming out. I mean, a lot of people forget this was. This is over the span of six years. They didn't start uh, to like. Oh, yeah. They didn't land on the suspect until two thousand seven. Um, I mean, this Jesus. this took it took so long for them to get down. Uh, and it and this is knowing there's only. I think they were able to determine there's a small handful of scientists in the U S. United States or even capable of fab- uh, like manufacturing this and uh right away they started picking at disgruntled employees and things like that um and one of the first scientists they talked to ends up being one of the people they started suspecting um and he's trying to help them too interesting uh it's, this was really interesting because it's a lot of talking head interviews with you get some of the actual FBI agents who are working on the case as well as a couple of other scientists who are working on either side of this uh, other people in this uh it was a def- defense department laboratory that specifically worked on uh biological weapon technology like counteracting and trying to predict what is going to be generated by other forces and this uh is, this is where this strain came from um we're getting some of those co-workers who worked in that building and then as i said the uh, investigating agents um, but then there's a few recreation scenes that, when I saw the first one, I was like, oh no, is this going to be that kind of show? Except the camera pushes in and I, I recognize Clark Gregg, who plays Dr. Bruce uh, Evans, or Evans, yeah. who there. He plays the main character that they're investigating. Yeah, it's like okay, we've got some like yeah, recognizable faces. Gary cool. Gilpin uh, shows up as in one of the other recreations yes. later on. It's it's a quick scene, but there's a there's a handful of faces you might recognize from TV. Uh, Regan Burns, I, I just immediately thought of it's always Sunny in Philadelphia as the guy keeping him out of the pub, the uh, the pool. We are at capacity, sir. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I, I like the way they presented it, and it didn't get cheesy. They were pushing a very dramatic scene and it played out like you were watching a Netflix drama. And that was the way it's cut together. Uh, they, they used all of the spoken dialogue that Clark Gregg <laughs> has is actually from emails. Uh, these are all words that were actually written by the, the person we're talking about here. Um, but this was and it was this was intense. Like I said, it spanned been years. Um, they, they looked at multiple people. They destroyed another man's life uh just in calling him a suspect his his career was destroyed and he ended up settling for like almost six million dollars with the u.s government um fuck it was it's an intense story but it was i was fascinated i i couldn't look away from this one um especially i think really just because i remember i remember some of these details going by but then to have it all compiled together like this was very interesting and they bring up some really good points um do I 100% agree with the suggestion with what they're suggesting at the end of the film? I'm not really sure. It seems it seems pretty apparent this is who it was, but apparently there's a lot of questions that were raised um, as they never really got to fully close the case. So uh, I would, if if you like these kind of true crime subject matter things, I would highly recommend this one. Uh, and it's it's quick. Like I said, it's only 90 minutes. So you know, if you if you get the the other the other TV going in the house with all the family over with the, the uncles and cousins who all like the, and the, and the ants that like the, the, the weird stuff like this, go check this one out. It's it'll, it'll keep you interested. Um, I'm going to give uh, the tracks attacks uh, three slices of toast. It's, it's a little heavy. So, you know, be ready for some intense subject matter. There might be some sensitive things for some people that, that uh, uh, involving the deaths of some of these people. But uh, this, this thing that hit America and just spread this kind of panic to then and then disappear so fast. It, it was good to kind of get closure on like what, what was going on? What, what potentially caused all of this? Um, fascinating story. Fascinating story. Again, over on Netflix.
0: Nice. That's, I mean, not nice, but I mean, no, that's interesting. Like you forget about stuff like that. Like, yeah. like you used to be afraid to open up your mailbox and get mail. And you'd see reports of like big companies being shut down. Cause one thing looks like it might have anthrax, in right? It. Wow! Yeah, Blast from the past. Wow! To think that was like twenty years ago. Right. I mean, it took them that long. Wow! Yeah, wow. and there's wow. people That's to this crazy.
1: day are still <laughs> affected by these events. They're, they they talked to some of the postal workers who were who actually came into contact with the letters. Like some of these people, they have permanent damage to one man. His his oh, uh, I bet he said his um his lung X rays. His doctor said he looks like he's been smoking for decades. He said he's never smoked a cigarette in his life. from
0: just touching the package? Just Uh, from
1: breathing the air uh, in around. Because it it was uh, that specific postal uh, distribution center was where most of the DC uh, letters went through. So of a lot of those uh, attacks, it just kept running through these same places. And uh, they're just ripping through all these machinery. They're saying letters go through these distribution machines at 35 miles an hour. And you're just having these metal wheels hit them and that's these little puffs oh. of air, these little puffs of this dust it just kept getting kicked around. Two okay. And two of the postal workers died. It, Fuck. Ho- yeah, <laughs> horrible. And, it, and they were describing what it, that, and I had no idea how it works in your body. That is a fucking horror movie, man. Yeah. That is, it consumes your body and kills you in order to spread itself. That's just the way the spores uh, propagate. Because it's normally yeah, livestock. That's, that's where that's, it, it comes from—wild uh, animals and like it can live in vegetation and stuff. But it's this concentration huh. is what made it deadly. The how pure, how pure this was. Shit,
0: that's intense.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That that sounds like a good watch. I'm not gonna lie, that does sound. Hey, it sounds, I couldn't look away, man. It was it Bob. was
1: it was intense.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Well, I got something intense and realistic as well, but not to a whole wide commodity like yours. Okay, I don't know. I'm okay. going to get into my review of of a uh, I guess you can call it a rom-com, uh, but it's more of a drama, uh, oh. a film called Spoiler Alert well, I am. You tell my sixes
1: tonight. Middle child, two brothers, we're actually very close but they live in different states. Only child. Childhood obsessions. Christmas magic. I want you to hold me. My name is Michael. You're a great dancer. You're a terrible liar. And that's Kid. I've always imagined that my life was like a typical romantic comedy. You are so confident. I mean, you just stripped off your clothes like you're a stripper at a bachelorette party. And I basically shower with clothes on. I'll just shut up now. Shall we go to your place tonight? Here's my door. Before we go in, just open the door. Okay. What is this, Michael? Oh, you don't want to- Oh my God, they're in here too. Papa. You I think you're very cool, and I'm worried that you're going to break my heart. No, Dad, this is my friend, Mike. A friend? Yes, Mom. Just a friend. What is going on here? Who is this guy? He's my boyfriend. Your boyfriend? I think it's a great kid. We may not look like it, but we are actually kind of hip. Oh, my God. We were going to go to Woodstock, you know. Plan? I am. Let's just take a moment to appreciate this beauty. Kit, what is going on? Are you all right? Come down off the ledge, Mike. I'm seeing a doctor tomorrow. I'm afraid the news isn't good. I was always afraid Kit would break my heart, and eventually he did. He broke it open. I've only got...
0: to run the race in front of you, because that's all there is.
1: Looking back, this is less of a rom-com and more of a love story. He can't sit for four hours. We promised a bed. All the beds are occupied. Get my husband a bed! Well, that was Oscar worthy. Work for Shirley MacLaine. I'm sorry I never told you how good your ass looks in your khaki pants. <laughs> I was afraid if you understood how beautiful you are, that you'd leave me.
0: Thank you for inviting us.
1: It was Kit's idea. I was vehemently opposed to it like all love stories, it never actually ends. Uh,
0: This stars Jim Parsons and Ben Eldridge. They play a couple who have a really tough relationship. Uh, They dated for many years and they appear to have this perfect relationship with one another, but they kind of have resentment and like their own insecurities. Like uh, Jim plays this guy, Michael, who... uh, is a uh, reporter who like reviews television shows for a living and his partners play, uh, Ben is played by, I'm sorry. uh, The the other guy, Ben plays Eldritch. Who's uh, like an up and coming photographer who has hip friends and like lives a a sweet life. (laughs) And uh, he's never been in an actual relationship before. So they both, Mm. they they have this like tension between the two. And, uh, uh, and it's, it's interesting to watch that for a while. And like, we see time literally fly by by like seeing them celebrating christmas like each year and they go from oh. like happy to kind of a little unhappy but still happy and it and it moves quick they move through time really rapidly which is interesting i've never seen this like portrayal of time travel i don't want to say time travel but like time passes
1: yeah, yeah these jumps in time that's interesting
0: yeah yeah um like, Michael doesn't think he's cool enough to be with Ben, and Ben's like, well, I don't know if I'm being meant for relationships, but they make it work. Uh, and then after, well, I don't want to spoil things, so I'm just going to say years into their relationship, Ben is diagnosed with, exactly, <laughs> Ben's diagnosed with cancer. Oh, Jesus. And we see how strong their relationship really is. And it, it's uh, it's heartwarming, and it's funny, and it packs punches. Like, um, and it, it's... a. Uh, Co I believe it's co-written, but I know it's directed by Michael Showalter, who uh was a member of the state over on MTV with the guys from like Reno and whatnot. Oh, okay. Uh and he's been turning out movies for a while and like really good movies. Um and it's interesting because we meet uh Ben's family. Um and they they had uh they they're played brilliantly by Sally Fields and this guy Bill Irwin. Uh until uh uh, their son started dating Michael. They had no clue their, their son was gay. Uh, and he was afraid to tell him because he thought they'd really hate him. And uh, once they found out, they were so, like, welcoming and loving and, like, understanding and just, they they welcomed Michael into the family right away. And it was heartwarming because, like, Michael talks about losing his family at a young age and, like, not having a family of his own. And, and now he's a member of this family. And uh, the four main characters, they're, they're fantastically played. Like, Jim Parsons is given a great performance this guy um fucking uh the main character the other guy ben eldridge he's like giving a great performance like just like you can see like the pain and torture of the 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 cancer in his eyes and the way he talks and the makeup they use is fantastic and like fucking um the, the parents are just so lovely and welcoming. I could watch a whole movie about them and uh it's just about watching as like you know someone's gonna die, but you're trying to make it as good as you can man like uh, and then there's 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 a cameo there's a guy that for a while uh Michael's thinking that um that his 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 boyfriend's cheating on him with uh who he works with who was played by um, Anthony from Queer Eye. And oh, I didn't know he was an actor, but nice. he, he had a pretty good uh, performance in this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, oh, man, this it's an interesting movie, man. I didn't know too much about it. I, I mean, I know it's based on a true story. Like, this is a memoir oh. uh, that I wanted to read for a while, but I just never got around to it because uh, it's written by the guy, Michael, and... Um, who happens to, like, run, like, after all this happened, he moved from New York to Los Angeles and started his own website that I, I go to uh, frequently called Collider. Oh, and, shit. Like, he, he's done pretty well for himself, yeah. Dang. And, oh, um, but it's it's really, like, it, there's funny moments, and, like, it's it, when, like, uh, stuff hits hard, we see, like, flashbacks of, like, um, Jim Parsons' character, Michael, as a kid, and, like, how lonely his house was, like, his family was never around and it became like a sitcom set and like as he progresses and things get worse in like in his real life as an adult like you see him cut back to like a sitcom set even when his his, his, his husband's dying they cut to a sitcom and like then he's like interviewing the husband playing the actor playing the husband it's just so trippy, but it works on like this alternative level but i'm not gonna lie dude i i Guy fucking teared up a lot. I, I was crying watching this movie. It was beautiful. Dang. Uh, I'm gonna give spoiler alert: uh, four slices
1: of toast. It was really oh heartwarming. Nice. Uh, it's
0: it's a uh, it's playing. I think it's in wide release now. I definitely would suggest people check it out.
1: Oh, da- yeah. No, that sounds really good and refreshing too. Like that sounds yeah. a very interesting story. And yeah, the founder Claire, yeah. huh? That's cool. Wow.
0: I, I believe he's the founder. At least he has a very heavy hand in. Oh, okay. I, I okay. Think he's the. I could be wrong. I know he—he's always in all the videos and things, and
1: like doing the okay, line, so. okay.
0: I don't, maybe he's a member of it, but still, oh yeah, real life guy. Yeah, that—that so yeah, that that was kind of
1: cool. Person you follow, regardless, like that's yeah, person you're familiar yeah. with. No, that's cool. Dang, yeah, that's, that's an interesting story.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, um, and now
0: you got someone from our past. You're going even deeper than 9/11. You're going back.
1: Yeah. To the 90s this, in this next thing. This right? is, yeah, this is all for us, old old fogies over here. Uh, all us old folks that remember the 90s. <laughs> Um, This is another uh, kind of true backstory sort of situation, although maybe not quite as, well, I was going to say maybe not quite as fantastical, but that just kind of depends on your opinion of things and whether or not you believe in psychics. Mm. That's right. I watched Call Me Miss Cleo, available on HBO Max.
0: Warning, a psychic reading can be powerful and life-altering. Call me now. 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 Found me now, you realize that your life is not ever going to be the same. Miss Cleo was a psychic advisor, and she read tarot cards.
1: If anyone watched TV after midnight, you knew who Miss Cleo was. The
0: best entertainment I could possibly imagine. She had such a presence. They didn't just want to hear about the
1: future, they wanted what she gave. She gave you the truth.
0: But not everyone had the same experience. The US government really brought the hammer down against Miss Cleo for defrauding consumers. She was born in Los Angeles. She created this Miss Cleo character, which had a Jamaican accent. There were a lot of people making money from this. And the more money they made, the more money they wanted. As far as the company profits, Miss Cleo it didn't appear she was getting any of that. A lot of her life was such a mystery.
1: Who's the real Miss Cleo? The web of stories, it seems, is far and wide. Cleo may have been a character to cope with whatever was
0: going on in her life, but it was still very real for her.
1: That's the enigma of this woman. Was it performative? Yes. Was she actually trying to help people? Yes, again.
0: They wanted me to create a character. I'm not a character, I'm a real person. Don't be fooled by thinking what you know is the whole story. When I saw this came up, I really wanted to watch it, and I'm sad I didn't get a chance. But I'm excited to hear your review right now. I, I think it's. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm
1: pumped. I'd, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say. This was. Uh, yeah, this was an interesting watch. So this is telling the story of the '90s TV psychic. Always, uh, well, you know, don't know, if you remember those infomercials about Miss Cleo, the she claimed you could call in, uh, and yeah. she would. She would. Uh, Talk you through your problems. A lot of them were like about your relationships or financial situations. And she'd offer this enlightening insight that would drastically change your life. And, uh, just, just call now the first three minutes are free. Every minute after that's five fucking dollars. <laughs> um, and yeah. when you call in, you know, you, or you'd see it on TV and you'd, it would be this whole segment. They called it a show. They treated it like a TV show, but really it was a gimmick to sell the phone line and, she would answer these calls. Apparently, these there were, so these were supposedly real the the callers that would call in, um, but she would always direct you to to call the n- number to speak to her. But you never really spoke to her. On very rare occasions, would the average caller ever get to speak to her? There was all these <laughs> other people they hired to work this phone banks they so let that down. would be uh, that were also who claimed to be psychics. You're still getting the same kind type of service we end up finding out it's it's like a bulk of their callers were like a lot of sad lonely people that just needed some sounding board or guidance of just like this this part of my life really sucks and i just need to tell someone about it and uh they interviewed several of the uh the operators of the phone line one woman said she she truly was already a practicing like tarot card reader uh there was another woman who said she had a flyer taped to her apartment door. She's never done anything psychic before in her life. She's like, okay, it's a gig, it's a job, I'll take it. Um, and that's like the widespread of kind of people that they started pulling in. Um, she came from, her, her background is what's kind of mysterious. Uh, she always spoke with that accent. But then you, they start talking to these people uh, from this theater group in the early, uh, late 80s, early 90s that she used to be with up in uh, Seattle that she didn't have an accent at all. In fact, Miss Cleo was a character from a play she wrote. She had this uh, She run of plays where um, that was one of the characters she had written in. She got all this funding, uh, got all these actors. They started doing all these rehearsals. And then she just took off with the money. She never paid out her cast. So she had all this group of disgruntled actors that just hated her. And she moved to Los Angeles where uh she started working on this for this company making the original uh, ads where they had they there was another woman that she either quit or had passed away and uh it was it was another black woman and then when they tried replacing her with this uh, with this a uh, similarly aged white woman their ratings dropped they had so many fewer callers and uh huh. there's this observation it's it's something there's the uh this association of white collars would rather speak to this uh, black woman's voice or this idea of this, and there's, there's, um, there's I mean, this. I I would character.
0: love to. Uh, I would love to speak to this Jamaican welcoming woman who there's is so no inviting in the commercial. Exactly.
1: There, I mean, yes. honestly,
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to talk to Karen. I want to talk to Cleo, Miss Cleo, man. Exactly.
1: Ah, man, I get it. They start breaking down. It's like it, they start breaking the psychology of like why they lean so hard this direction. Where she suggested the character when she saw like this is not working. I can, I can do it. Or they, they it was kind of like a back and forth of. I forget who approached the next one, but it's like,', oh, we'll try it out. And she was nervous and wasn't sure like how well it was going to work, but they loved it. The phones were ringing off the hook. And it was this idea of like this this caring figure. this This is someone that would take care, you know, you you could go to for assurance that there was this belief of this connection to mysticism and the the idea that because of this kind of exotic sounding voice, it was easier to believe that she really could do each and every one of these things. And she believed it, too. That's what it started to get into. It's like, she lived in this character for ye- decades. Interesting. It was, it, Miss, she was Miss Cleo. Even though this was uh, originated as a character, th- it became a part of her. Now, it started to go down a little bit of a dark path In the company she worked for straight up owns the character she unfortunately took a really bad deal early on in order for her to get out in front of everything and be the face of this stuff. And they, they owned her like they owned every aspect of what this was and she couldn't shake it. And they made her say, call me now, the infamous line, call me now. You know, it's, they made her say that to make you believe you were going to talk to her. Right. So you had people who were already like people were calling in because of their bad financial situation. They could barely afford to, you know, keep this or that going in their house. Yet they're racking up hundred dollar phone bills calling into these psychics and they're calling in multiple times a month. Like and there was one guy he finally said just Loyal like listeners. I, I, I finally just told you I finally just told this caller, please stop calling. You, I know you can't afford this it's it's i can tell you wow. right now this is going to cost this much money he's like and then he he would start getting in trouble it's just like I, his guilt he finally had to leave the company um but became a close friend of hers and then they started talking to a lot of friends of hers uh, unfortunately she had passed away of cancer but she kept that very very close most people didn't know until right before the end and her a lot of her life was shrouded in mystery and that's that's really what the heartbreaking thing is. Why would someone gravitate towards playing this very over-the-top character all the time? Because she was hiding the tragedy and the pain that she'd experienced early on in her life behind this guise of this uh, psychic that she brought nothing but warmth and joy to a lot of her personally. She she did help, genuinely help a lot of people. And the people close to her, she would still, like, she could just talk to people about some gnarly stuff and some of her friends were just like oh yeah she started talking about my uncle i've never mentioned him before it was like one of the one of the cam, cam ops of, of the huh. miss cleo like the show it was like i've it's, uh she said something about how like he just wants you to know he's he's fine don't worry about him he forgives you all the stuff And he's like i've never talked about this at work i don't know how she knew and i was it's like i did wish i got to say goodbye to him all the stuff like he's like i so at some point, whether he's able to cultivate this sort of connection or if it was something that was always there. I'm kind of 50-50 on this kind of subject matter. I I believe there is some something. I think it is really up to those individuals how they interpret the world that whether or not you can have that sensitivity to these types of, whether it's spirits or... Because there's a lot, there's so many different things. Uh, of I don't even like to say the word the occult, but that end of of the spectrum that end of spirituality there's so many avenues to take i to say for sure this or that can't possibly exist i i cannot say but uh it was an interesting journey and although sad that you kind of wish this was a woman that maybe she found this was herself you know this she this she, this is the truest form of person she ever could be but uh man it, it was it was touching though it was heartwarming and yeah. fascinating too because it's like it's this imagery you could never forget you everyone knows uh everyone who watched cable tv in the 90s knows who miss cleo is uh some very interesting interviews uh deborah wilson from mad tv and uh, raven simone give really fascinating insight uh from what they observed just being like raven yeah. simone uh because we're, we're both roughly her age uh just like us, just watching late-night TV. And she found it fascinating. She said she even called in as a child a few times when she shouldn't have been. <laughs> and,
0: well, I mean, the interesting thing about that is she played of a fortune teller in yes. a way on Raven.
1: Uh, and they, it's funny, they showed the clip, too, from, from That's So Raven, which Val loved. That one, that's one of her all-time favorites. Should have been a gloss- crossover. Oh, right? Oh, man. But uh, it's it, to see how many lives this woman touched, uh, whether or not you believe in the... Uh, in psychics at all this uh watching this you can totally set that aside and you're just watching the story of this woman and her journey to become this character and then just to see the number of lives that she had touched very, it's it's a very interesting story i will say though the pacing is a little slow it gets a little dry at times we kind of rehash like a, podcast. a couple things <laughs> but it's um <laughs> the, the people the people are interesting um yeah, but we kind of I, like I said, we kind of hit some of the same beats a few times it, to reemphasize. I'm sure um, it but it's uh, this one's also 90 minutes. Like I said, it is over at HBO Max. Um, I will also give this uh, three slices. It's it's a solid story. It's not the most uplifting, but man, is it? It's it's interesting. It's this this icon that so many people are yeah. familiar with. And I've, I was not aware of so much of her story that. Apparently there's still quite a bit of mystery left. So it's a very interesting watch. God.
0: That's cool, man. I think I'm definitely gonna have to check that one out. Like Miss Cleo is always one of those things that you look yeah. forward to seeing those commercials late night. Right? Oh yeah. I'm happy to check it out. Thank you. And uh for you uh, out there, you's out there, for you listeners out there and Dennis yourself I watched something so you didn't have to watch it or maybe (laughs) to preemptively tell you to or not to watch I'm talking about Avatar The Way of the Water
1: heartbeat. She's so close. So what does her heartbeat sound like? you bring your war here.
0: Outcast. That's all they see. I see you. The way of water connects all things. Before your birth. And after your death.
1: This is our home!
0: I need you with me, and I need you to be strong. So I was trying to see this movie in IMAX 3D or Adobe Digital, but it just worked out. I saw a regular 3D of it. Um, okay. So I didn't get to experience it on the biggest aspect ratio in way it was meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the the previous one twice in IMAX 3D and fell asleep both times, and one one was recently. <laughs> um, so fuck that movie. I did not like it. I'll go. I'll be honest. Amen. Off the top of my head. I did not like the original. Amen. And uh, this one picks up years later of course uh jake sully uh and uh niteria fuck i'm just gonna say sam worthington and zoe (laughs) sildana they have a family now and uh and they're they're still doing their things as navi in the rainforest area and they're still fucking trying to take down the evil corporate uh corporate uh corporation that's trying to mine their planet and like take over their lives and uh so they're still doing their thing, trying to, like, sabotage all that. And uh, the people uh, the people trying to take over Pandora don't like that shit. So they're like, all <laughs> oh, we'll send some mercenaries who look like fucking Navi to go infiltrate the Navi and kill the Navi. And guess what, Dennis? They killed Stephen Lang in the first movie, and he's back. His soul oh, is placed in this new, new guy my who looks like God. a Navi, and he's ready to hunt Jake Sully down. And sure enough, he lands on the planet. Guess who he happens to capture? Jake Sully's family. Jake Sully and uh, Zoe Saldana. They save their family, and uh, there's there's a bit of an epic brawl there. Is is there some? uh, Is there some
1: braid fucking? Do we get some more sweet sweet? uh, We don't get braid braid fucking, fucking, but we get.
0: We get Braid uh implanting into mother trees and futures and whatnot, bullshit, but no fucking no oh, making in this one, Dennis. Just just Dennis, animals. They don't even say things like asshole. Like their their biggest swear in this movie is calling someone a butthole. And I'm like, what what, what is this? A PG movie? And I guess it might be. I don't know. No, PG thirteen. Um <laughs> But so after the, this happens, oh, and Sigourney Weaver, spoiler alert, I think she died in the other movie, too. But she's she back. She's back. As, Why like, not? Her daughter, who is a uh, who is like a uh, Navi, who Jake Sully and uh, and his wife are are also raising. And it's fucking weird because she's playing a young girl Navi. And it's weird. But it's Sigoni um, Weaver's voice. And this, <laughs> yeah. And her, her mocap and everything. And it looks the like fuck? her. Yeah. Uh-huh, and uh, we, we get some other uh, recurring characters. We get uh, Joel David Moore back, who I always love, uh, and Cliff Curtis uh, is back. The, that was we get we that Ravisi action. <laughs> we- oh, Ravisi I, 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 is back a little bit. Uh, okay. We get newcomers. We get Edie Falco. I think cc oh. P- H. Pounder. I don't know if oh. she was in the first one, but she's in this one. <laughs> and the the one person I was most excited about is, uh, is is I didn't see until the middle of the movie pop-up. Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Nice um, That's part of the movie? Yeah, um, yeah 100%. <laughs> that, that, that made it worth it for me. Because he's it's himself in a way. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked about him last week, <laughs> uh, last episode. Um, so, oh, and then there's also, uh, like I said, Stephen Lang's character. His, uh, his, his baby human son was left on Pandora, uh, and he was being—he's like almost a member of the Jake Sully family, and uh, now he's captured by Stephen Lang's character, who's like, "I ain't your dad, but I have some of his memories." And like, they bond a bit, and it's like, "Will Will Spider this boy who thinks he's an Navi. Oh he's got God. ink all over him and the braided hair. Is he gonna join Stephen Lang, or is he gonna help the Sully family?" But anyways, since he was kidnapped, Jake Sully's like. We have to leave the forest. We got to leave. And so he's still down. And was like, no, my dad was the king. And he, he said, I promised him I'd lead this country. And he's like, well, as long as Spider's with that that guy, he, he knows all our secrets. He's, he can tell him, And then Stephen Lang will come back and kill us. So they, they emotionally say goodbye to their novies. And they pack up and go on an epic quest and end up in this fucking, uh, this, this this, water land. I'll call it water world. That's what I'm calling it. And like, they're kind of like, a different race of Navi, and they're like, "You're not welcomed here, but we'll we'll let you stay here." And uh, and that that stays stale for a while. Uh, one of the sons is like an outcast, and like he befriends like this like whale type creature who everyone hates, and uh, it just
1: we braid fuck the whale though, don't we?
0: I don't know. Uh in a way, we talk to him, we get to know him, but oh. I will say, all right, so. Some of this, some of the visuals are beautiful and look phenomenal. Sure. And like lifelike almost. And then some look like a video game cutscene that's not at its finest. Oh, my God. How do you blend this? How do you not have? Well, in my opinion. Okay. Like, and that's not saying they're terrible, but it's just not up to that level. Right. And the three is pretty good, too. across
1: is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, there's a final showdown that happens on a boat. And uh, let's just say uh, we're not. Sorry, my dog is freaking out in the background uh, there must be something happening just um, about this movie something happening i mean a human walking yeah essentially uh <laughs> so in the last movie we get we get shit about like uh it's it's kind of like fucking pocahontas and ferngeli yeah well the final battle of this is kind of going back to the core here dennis we get a little titanic action oh. on a sinking ship Oh yeah, the oh. Sully family. So to to give you the premise of this movie, it's just Jake Sully running like a bitch from some guy that he already killed. That's the movie. And then befriending the water people.
1: And now we now and, uh, we're gonna gather more Navi to fight an even bigger force in the next movie, huh? Is that is that is that Yes. Is that about it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh my guess guess what, Dennis? It clocks
0: in at a smooth three hours
1: and twelve minutes. Oh my god. So
0: yeah, when
1: you're when it's sun beating your head against the cement floor, <laughs> you got to somehow walk out <laughs> of that movie theater. <laughs> Shit, I don't know if I can yeah. if I can do that. No, it's right. Okay,
0: my local it's news. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna give a shout out to KTLA Channel Five here in in LA. Sam Rubin kept has been hyping up this fucking movie, and but I loved I loved in the middle of his review. He's like, it's, it's, "At three hours, it's a little long." But you can, you can run back to the concession stand or the, to the bathroom for a really quick five minutes and you won't miss <laughs> anything. And I'm like, oh my God, that's oh, not yeah. a good, I, that's I, not a positive. Just,
0: I, I, ran, I ran to the bathroom a bit, and I'm like, I'm not going to miss anything. Whatever.
1: And you didn't. I, and I, I'm sure you I, didn't. I
0: don't think I did. I don't think I did. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, I've
1: been, I, yeah, at one point, I have to say this. At one point, he's even just like, yeah, there's, like, there's a couple chases. You could probably cut him out and nothing would change. And I'm like, oh oh uh-huh. my God. Oh my God. Did, do you, are you hearing the words coming out of your own mouth? You're the entertainment reporter. That's hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah. But, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Yeah
0: no, no it, it's it's interesting because I've seen different conflicting stories saying this is this is a flop. this is making money, but I mean, as of today, I think it's it's at about one hundred and thirty four million. And like I said, it was like packed audiences were packed all day all the days I was trying to see it Thursday uh-huh. and Friday so i I think we're I mean I mean, they've already shot the third one. I think we're gonna get yeah. all the other four movies after this well what i've
1: well i've I've read an interesting uh, it was an interview with uh, Cameron talking about how after the what is it the, the opening weekend was the numbers were nowhere near the first one that he's already. Mm-hmm. oh yeah we already have a contingency plan for the third one that if the second one totally flops since the third one's already done they would have to release it but they they can recut yeah. it to where that will be the end of the series so he's already ready to, ready to ready pull because he also record goes-
0: But he also goes on to say that he showed the the, the head of Fox and Disney the fourth one, and they're like, oh, shit, this is groundbreaking crazy. And it's like, come on. on. If I hear the word groundbreaking
1: associated with Avatar one more fucking time, is it's like the only thing I will give you, the method in which the film is made, yes. The fact that yeah. he's literally creating new technology when he makes one of these movies. Yeah, that's interesting. But that's like as interesting as reading like oh. a, te- a technical manual of how to accomplish a task. Like, I like learning <laughs> about that stuff. I'll watch the behind the scenes part. You know what, Jimmy? Sure. Why don't you go make a documentary about let's make new film technology. I would fucking watch the <laughs> hell out of that.
0: Want to be shocked. I bet there's going to be I just, I about don't need I mean, to we'll see
1: the actual movie though. You know, like I don't. Cause you're just making not good stuff. It's just the yeah. subpar scripts and storylines. And I've, I could not stand the acting in the first one. I don't think anyone was playing oh, up to uh-huh. their, their potential. No one. No. And I really de- I haven't heard a word about that in this one. And it sounds like it's about the same. So
0: it, it's, it's just kind of r- like, it's weird. Like I said, it has beautiful, like, like, it looks beautiful there's some decent action scenes but in it, it, it's not a good movie but it's not the worst movie it's better than the first movie but that's not saying much in my opinion yeah i, I have mixed feelings like i didn't fully hate it like i expected, it <laughs> but i didn't think it was worth the three hour runtime i feel like we could have done this in an hour and 45 to two hours and still been decent and I don't know. You're,
1: you're, what's funny is like you're, What you're saying right now is a lot like what I just said about the difference between the first yeah. binge and the second binge. It's like
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: It is objectively true. better,
0: and yet the binge <laughs> was not even a third of the fraction of these movies nope. uh, of, of, of the price to make. So I'm going to give Avatar the way of water. I'm gonna give it two slices of toast because it wasn't dog shit, but it wasn't toasty golden four slices. Okay, okay. It's just right in the middle. If you like the first, which I don't really know anybody who is like, I love the first. Uh but I, I think one of my coworkers uh put it well. He's like, You're paying for the spectacle. You're you're paying for for the visuals and the action. You're not paying for the story. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I'm paying for Wait. all of it. I'm not just paying for three hours of mediocre mediocracy.
1: That's like that's like walking Disneyland expecting the the admission isn't just the rides; it's the the fact that there is a team that fucking repaints all of this crazy shit in this park, every, you know, every so often. It's that the attention to detail in all of these places is supposed to be paid. But if I'm paying that park admission price mm-hmm. and the rides are excellent, but it just looks like a barren wasteland between each and every one of the li- rides, yeah. why am I coming here? Like, what? This is not, you know. It's it's like, yeah, sure, that part's fun, but now I'm just feel like I'm waiting for the next interesting point and and we're just trudging along to the next thing that's not what a movie should be it should be it it should every image is placed in front of you for a reason and when we're just stroking each other off over here for three hours i don't care i just oh man he could be making something that's that's fun yeah
0: he's done great movies why not go and do more great movies that aren't these movies come on yeah have fun
1: like, more, you more you made Terminator,
0: in which was a fine movie, and you made Terminator Two, which was a fantastic movie. You made Titanic, which was a long movie, but fucking worth the three-hour runtime.
1: Which I thought that the 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 deep submarine movie he made right after the first Avatar yeah. that was great. It's like, <laughs> and that 100%. was real. That was awesome. Um, yeah, but shit. Yeah, no, I. Well, sounds like we got one more of these. To, to go before we find out whether or at not least, uh, at least yeah we're we're gonna continue to be punished. What,
0: but. To pick us up, Dennis. I don't know if you've seen our 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 uh, Instagram today. To so, to 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 leave on a high note. Yes. One of the filmmakers of our uh, of 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 the festival that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Message us, uh, showed uh, sent her, shared her story with us. Uh, G- Genevieve Shy uh, from Rory's oh. Home. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she apparently, uh, she, she wrote, well, I was singing at Carnegie Hall. My film Rory Home was streaming online and I got awarded best directing. <laughs> I was shocked. What? It means the world to artists to be seen and recognized by their heart for their hard work. Thank you so much. So that's how it is, folks. Yeah, it's cool. You put the work in and she's singing at fucking Carnegie Hall, oh, man. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? that she's well, awesome. got 1.2K followers. She. She didn't have to do a shout-out like that. That's just nice of her.
1: That is cool. Well, awesome. Uh, and then congratulations yeah. to you again, Genevieve. That was fantastic work, both Congrats directing and starring in, in your piece. That was great.
0: hmm Yeah. So this well, is a awesome. show that we're not yeah. fucking around here. That's photos. right. We, we take business. Right?
1: Yeah. We we yeah. have some fun here, but we take it seriously. These are, these are These are artists who are trying to share their work with the world and – well damn it's 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 very nice when it it is appreciated by those those creators and i'm i'm excited to keep it going man
0: other emails yeah oh yes i can't wait yeah i can't wait oh me too it'll be
1: good you'll you'll hear it here first folks. that's for sure um (laughs) it won't be that long no it's like it's 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 gonna come up quick
0: a year flies by yep like and to think like three months ago back in September October I don't fucking know how time works um I was like Dennis I don't think we have enough time to fucking I don't think we got enough good shorts to put here because we got too many good shorts how do we condense it down to something like I I was like freaking out because I'm like we have too many things how do we choose just the right amount of things and uh and we made it work It's when you drop in the the Chloe
1: and Jack phone conversation we need more time you don't have any time
0: <laughs> and it's funny because it clocked in a little under our last, like our first festival, yeah. which I got as we we're here. I got like a one year ago, and I saw the story of like, come check out our fucking festival. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, it's, just, uh, it's it's nice. Oh, awesome. I, I love it. I don't know, but um, Janice, you got you got a plane to catch in a few hours to head yes. uh, to Georgia. i are gonna
1: toss those last nice. uh, last few things in the bag here, try to get a couple of winks to sleep in, and we're we're up bright and early to head down to LAX. So I I'm excited for this trip. It's, it's gonna be a solid one. Emmy's all Yeah. Emmy's all ready to go. You, you, you,
0: <laughs> I'm not doing nothing for the for the Christmas, but uh New Year's. I'm gonna be uh I'm be I'm gonna be hanging out with the old oh, movie toast gang, yeah. uh Corey, Tommy, and Johnny boy. Uh boy, I can't wait to talk about that on the show. That's when gonna I, when yep. we come back.
1: That's gonna be a fun time, dude. I, I that's <laughs> it will uh, definitely be an experience seeing just, uh the D out there. Yeah. Have you ever seen them in Vegas?
0: I have not and they've been promoting I'm going to see Tenacious D and they've been promoting it and I'm I'm excited. Um I can't wait. Bad I have a problem. I I took work off for a week to go see him out here, but I'm like, I gotta I gotta go gotta go see him in <laughs> Vegas. Staying at a sleazy motel one night to see him. But uh that's just the dedication. There you go. And, and he, I wanna see my old pals. Oh yeah, of course. Come Tampa. on. Yeah.
1: But if if, yeah. if any of you listeners, any of you Vegas uh, Vegas resident listeners here, yeah, oh, go yeah. if you're going to the D, get buy Adam a drink for all right. Get, if you if you see this toaster, give him some bread. We'll
0: have a toasty meetup. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking shoot us a message over at the socials. What are the socials, Dennis? This will hey, oh, get segue. Oh,
1: brilliant! Nice, nice, nice. Uh, we are at movie underscore toast at all of the usual suspects. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even the YouTubes um we also got a discord and reddit if you want to bother to find those links they're all up there please go check it out drop us a line hit us a with a message or link mm-hmm. us to your silly movie suggestions things you'd like to see in the show or if you'd rather just leave a review over at apple podcast we'd love to hear what you got to say and uh your feedback constantly helps us shape the show into what it needs to be for you folks to keep listening and keep enjoying listen to us talk about movies man
0: <laughs> so yeah i think uh spoiler alert here uh, we'll probably give like maybe our top four uh five favorite flicks of uh, 2022 in in the year review on yes sir case, so. yes
1: sir i we'll, we're each gonna bring uh we're gonna bring those and then i'm gonna go back through the logs of uh 2022 for us at movie toast and try to find all of our four slice reviews and all of our zero slice stinkers and uh, see, let's, let's look back and see what uh, what we just watched. I mean, man, uh, Adam, I already see a couple of a couple of fours <laughs> right now, <laughs> just in the last four episodes. Oh boy, Did yes, I've been
0: throwing them around.
1: Closely. How many fours do you think it's, it's going to be this time? Because I think it was like 25 last too year. many,
0: too many all together. I'm gonna say because we cut down a bit, yes, uh, I'm gonna say maybe like 17.
1: 17, okay, okay. I don't
0: know.
1: What do you think? um, For me, like how many four slices I gave? All Uh, all together. Oh, oh, two of us combined? Everyone. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. It's 1720, maybe. I think closer to 20. Okay. Closer to 20.
0: That sounds legit. And if you're down, I'm finally gonna sit my ass down and watch all of Andor. So maybe we talk about that. Dude,
1: yes. Oh,
0: you've been sitting patiently. I do apologize. I I I, know
1: I I dominate with when we when we start talking Star Wars. uh, It gets it gets intense. But man, I'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say about that one. I would argue this is oh yeah the finest produced and the most well executed of all the Star Wars live action series. So it's i hell yeah i i'm not even gonna feel but i'm not even i don't even think i'm overhyping it it's just it's that's just what it is I <laughs> um i believe it sweet well yeah. i think uh, that brings so us thank
0: you all for joining us yeah
1: yeah <laughs> we both fucking just ran into each other at the and, door
0: all right one more spoiler alert dennis well, we might also get a year of uh, favorite picks from uh, one of our one of our all-time favorite guests who pops in and out of the show every now you and then. You know, again, a certain uh, might
1: be able to wrangle him. A certain Walker. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if uh, if, our, he,
0: if you listen, you'll know
1: our sister podcast. And no, not not uh, Shrek. What was it? Shrek Talk. Shrek. Uh... Sh- uh, yes. Shrek Cast. Yeah, not Cast, mind you. The other other sister although, podcast.
0: Although, although there will be Shrek Talk because at that point I'm going to be reviewing Puss in Boots in the nine wishes or whatever the fuck it's called
1: oh there you go all right so, it's all gonna, so it's to gonna be cycle. a lot of
0: sister talk yeah but our more important show dennis is uh, our sister show uh what what, what is that uh, in the park over there walking
1: in the park
0: oh there he is <laughs> oh, i can't wait can't wait to hear our buddy chris for walking come back and maybe you and him might be in the same room for once. I don't know. Maybe Obviously, I might yeah. I
1: might catch him sometime someday. We'll have to. Well, yeah. eventually cross paths. Here's
0: here's the truth. I was hoping maybe you wouldn't want to record today, and I'm like, the show must go on. And then Chris and I do the, the, this episode. Oh, uh, you know, I think it would you and me. Yeah. I mean, Chris. I mean, wouldn't you love to do an episode with Christopher Walken one on one? I think it would be pretty dope.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I frankly I have no gauge of the guy. He seems rather evasive. <laughs>
0: He's it a hit seems, or a miss. He's, he's, always he's a only hard. a fan of
1: yours, so I don't get why I, I I should be a fan of his anymore. I'm just saying.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully he doesn't hear you say that. That's why he well, hates you so well, much.
1: This, oh. yeah, well, yeah, that's probably why he avoids me. Fuck it. I think so. Fine, Omen. Ugh. Fuck out of here. Oh, boy.
0: Well, thank you all for listening. Hopefully, you had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Merry Kwanzaa. Hopefully, you're going off into New Year's in the right path and having a great time. Yeah. Dennis, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you think these cats should do, but uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, man. I think everyone should just have safe travels. Please uh, go into your next destination. Coming back from wherever you were at, I hope you had a great time with all the folks who are around you. Or if you're just spending time with us, thank you for making that time. And enjoy the beginning of 2023. And as always, Mm -hmm. folks, please stay toasty.
0: Stay toasty. Could you imagine imagine Miss Cleo saying steak toasty? That would make my day. I wish she was alive to do a cameo in like... Come over and and guest star with (laughs) us. Damn. But we got the walk-in, so that's all that... Oh, shit. I'm gonna... I forgot to cut the mic here. My apologies.